Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. Listening and being interested is probably going to make you the most interesting person in that room because so many people like to talk about themselves. So honestly, stay in the room, stay in the fire, tell yourself you're valuable and just listen. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Q&A Day. 
with Evans and Lori. <laughs> Lori Harder. Evans Credit. That's us. <laughs> So you guys, we are so excited that you have tuned in. Hopefully you tuned in for the second time. We may have lost you on the first one. I am not sure. But this is the episode where we are going to randomly chat about what's been going on in our week. But most importantly, we are going to shout out a review of the week for the podcast. So we are looking for a five-star review. And we're also going to answer any of your questions. So truly, you can ask us Anything. And we Anything. will decide if we want to answer it or not. <laughs> Just kidding. We'll, we'll answer it. You can literally ask us anything. I've got great boundaries. Okay. So I want to start off actually though, because you guys need to know Evans, who is my amazing assistant and my co-host for Q&A day. Yay. So I, so I, I would like to know from you, what was it like living in like, how could you summarize growing up in the South? Oh, it's the best. <laughs> the, Why? It's lovely. It's really humid. Yep. Uh, but I, <laughs> I love that that's your answer about it's lovely. <laughs> it is. The people are awesome. There's great food. I just like you get to go crabbing mm. with your brothers. Crabbing? Crabbing. Tell me about crabbing. You just put a chicken net and a, a net thing and you dump it down. Okay. And then little you leave it sitting there for a little bit and crabs will crawl in and you pull it back up and then you eat them for dinner. <laughs> so do you boil them first? Yes. I do okay. not participate in that part. Okay. So you like leave for the tough part and then yeah. come back and eat the Great delights. way to live your life. Okay. <laughs> that That's living your best life. Living your best. Leave during the hard stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I have carried that through my life and it is, it's served me in a really interesting way. <laughs> yeah. The only way through it is to give is the hard to stuff to someone else. Yeah, exactly. Give it to the brothers exactly. for sure. Okay. We got to figure that out. If we could hire them, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. My question for you is what's it like growing up in Michigan? Oh, well, have you ever heard that song by Kid Rock? <laughs> Which one? Wasn't it? Oh, so doesn't he sing Sweet Home in Alabama, but he talks about living in Michigan? Oh, he does. Yeah. Oh, it's like a little mashup. He talks about Upper Michigan. It's mm -hmm. so weird because that's where I'm from. Um, but living in Upper Michigan was also humid in the summer. <laughs> very, very cold in the winter. But I will tell you, it was, um, it was so like you were just free. Like I would mm -hmm. go on my bike all day long. It would stay bright because we were right on the cusp of Eastern time. So it would stay bright until like 10 o'clock. So my mom would be like, don't worry, you have to come home when the sun sets. And I'd be like, great, I'll see you at 10 o'clock. And yeah. I'm like eight years old riding my bike all day. That's just how it was. Like I love that. we were out in the woods, we were out at the lake. We were, it was so like, you were so free spirited and you just had the great, this great imagination because there was nothing to do. Right. We would like, you know, besides like light pine cones on fire, like in the <laughs> woods and stuff. Sounds like a safe upbringing. <laughs> yeah, you know, I really tested my limits. So, but you can put me in the woods and I think I would survive for minimum two days. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's good. No, that's important. You're outdoorsy. Yeah, I could eat squirrel. Maybe. You could. Just kidding. I love squirrels. <laughs> I no, couldn't do it. No squirrels. No, we're going to pass on that. Okay. So I loved learning about you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Next, next week will be a really great question too. All right, so shall we move into our review of 
the week. Yes. I kind of want to start saying that together. Shall we move into, into the, the review, review of the, the week? week? Okay, I like that. <laughs> this one comes from Chrissy Lulu. Your podcast helps me through some of the hardest of my days when I'm feeling down, stuck, and stranded. Thank you so much for doing what you do and just being you. Today's episode really hit me in the feels. I absolutely mm. love you. Chrissy Lulu? Chrissy Lulu. I love, love her. That was really sweet. That was really sweet. I love that. Chrissy Lulu, we are sending you a mug mug. A mug mug. <laughs> A mug of love. So uh, we need to get your address. She will reach out and we will send you and earn your happiness mug. mug. Okay. And let's move on to our questions. Oh, yes. We're going to kick it off with a question from Misty Lynn Har at Misty Lynn Har. And her question is, how do you confidently juggle work and personal life? Oh, man, this is going to be a good question for you too, actually. Mm -hmm. Really good question. Here's the deal. It's such a challenge. And I've learned that there's no balance for me looks like a sprint and then rest. So I also balance for me is also making sure that I have my mornings, but uh, to myself for the mm -hmm. most part. And when I say to myself, I mean, just a quick meditation and a workout and a bit of reading time in the morning. Even if reading time is like five minutes, I still feel so good having that time to myself. And then there are points where the kind of work that I do, and I think a lot of creative work, and if you're an entrepreneur, you don't really have set hours. So right. you kind of have to look at how the project is getting done and say, okay, well, I am in rocket ship mode right now. And that means if you want to launch something new, and especially if you are new and you're doing something new and you don't know how it's going to look or how it's done, like you're probably going to be full throttle for a while. It's going to feel like your rocket ship is breaking down. Right. It's going to feel like your hair is on fire and you're going to feel like a little bit of a psycho for a while, mm -hmm. but that's called momentum. Like that's called gaining momentum. So balance to me... I think if we're seeking like this Zen balance, I think a better word for it is harmony of really working hard, but then really taking some time to make sure that you're nurturing a bit of what you need. But also knowing that to be off balance is kind of, it kind of comes with the territory. Right. And if you look at even how, uh, you know, muscles are built or if you look at how people build up their threshold for anything, right? For cardiovascular health, for sprinting, for how, how that works. It's really like you have to push the boundaries and the barrier in order to get better. So what will happen is it will kind of feel like you can't handle anymore, but you've just stepped into a new threshold for yourself. So whenever I'm at that point, I'm like, what do I need right now to feel safe, but also keep going? Right. Is there something you always fall back on? Meaning getting present, walking. Like if if I'm feeling crazy mm -hmm. and I'm like, wow, I just can't find my like I can't find my peace. Like today I'm having a very, very challenging day as far as, you know, I I just went and spoke the weekend before. And then it's actually this is the third weekend I think I've spoken. So I haven't had right. a weekend yet. And then all the week has been really full. So and I'm going to speak this next weekend and then I think the next, the next one week. and then I'm doing book tour again. Yeah. So if I start thinking about the future and all of those things, I can legit throw myself into a panic attack. You've seen it where I'm just like, I can't 
breathe. I'm freaking out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to get really present and say one thing at a time. I say it out loud. Like Chris said it to me. You said it to me. Like one thing at a time. There's only this here right now. Like, right. It, And all of a sudden you've moved from this thing to this thing to this thing. And you're getting all this done. Like this morning we filmed workouts. If I could have told you how I actually felt Whoa. this morning before workouts, I was like, I kind of feel like I want to fall over right now and just like crawl in a hole and give up everything and be like, sorry, Oprah, I can't come. But you never seemed like that. (laughs) Because I kept on saying one thing at a time. Like this is the only thing here right now. Because I was spiraling this morning. I was like, this is all you can do. This is all you can do right now. And then move on to the next and say, I'm just right here right now. Like it's all going to get done. But then I also look at what can go. Like what's actually not going like what's actually you won't die if something doesn't happen so sometimes we'll cancel we'll have to cancel podcasts sometimes we'll have to cancel something that I maybe a project that I was working on it's like this is not the most pressing thing right now so that's another way to find harmony as well as say you know I I always try to honor things as best as I possibly can but if it means my mental health Mm -hmm. that is where I say no this is a really important boundary for me and I can actually reschedule this so I think that's important for people to look at in their life of when they're feeling off balance what can absolutely go how about you Oh yeah. Uh, I would say I don't confidently juggle work and personal life. Yeah. I I can't say I'm confident. Yeah. Everyone's doing the best they can. Yeah. I'd say George, my dog helps me. Yeah. Because you just knowing that I have those two walks morning Mm. and night to just kind of clear your head. Mm -hmm. Just a little walk will do wonders. It's walking has been my saving grace. Like when people ask about like how have Chris and I been married so long, I always say, I swear to you our walks because you have to get that up and out. Otherwise, I know that you have anxiety as well sometimes. Yes. And it's like, if I don't walk and get that moving and like get grateful and get in nature, I'm going to be a, a freak case. Absolutely. I feel freak the same case. way. Hashtag freak, freak case. Hashtag freak case. Yeah. I don't even think you need a C in there. I think you can just be F-R-E-A-K-A-S-E. Free case. Free case. <laughs> Moving on. Do you want another question? <laughs> yeah. This one is from Sarah Dane Stackett. Oh, nope. That would be Sarah Tackett. Sorry, Sarah Tackett. Sarah. Sarah Tackett. Sarah Stackett is her twin. Sarah Stackett <laughs> is her twin sister. And she asks, what are some good practices for balancing? Oh, this is a similar question. What are your good practices for balancing your work versus romantic relationships with Chris Harder? Um, hold hands while working. Just kidding. (laughs) Light candles while working and, and work from the bathtub. Just kidding. That's so sweet. (laughs) I'm sending this email to you from the bathtub so I can balance my romantic life and my work life. (laughs) Scrub a dub dub. (laughs) That's so nice how you guys do work from the bathtub a lot though. We don't. So weird. I haven't taken a bath in like two years. I took one actually, no, recently, like six months ago when I was like putting my book out. That is not recent. That feels recent to me because I hate baths. So I took this bath because everyone's like, take a bath. It's so, it like makes you feel so good. And I was sitting in the bathtub trying to relax. And I was like, this is stressing me out. Just didn't like it. No, I'm not a bath. Now massages, I can get down with all day. Mm-hmm. Back to the Q&A. What was the question again? So the question is, what are some good practices oh, yeah. for balancing your work versus romantic relationship with Chris? So scheduling first. Very, yes. And, and you could apply those answers I just gave, mm-hmm. but scheduling, 
you have to schedule. So if you wanted to balance a life of, let's say you were taking different classes, a cooking class, a dance class or whatever, if you wanted to balance that into your life, you wouldn't just expect them to happen. You wouldn't be like, I'm going to go to a drop-in dance class and become this great dancer. If you want to commit to doing something and doing something well, you have to schedule it in. So for Chris and I, we have the walks every single day. Mm -hmm. um, And that's that's a non-negotiable. But then also... We're trying to plan ahead like, I need a weekend with you. So you say what you need and you sit and you plan it. So I already know I'm going to need a big break after what's coming up. So we're starting to plan that right now because I have to have something to look forward to in a connection time with him. Yes. Um, And then even traveling with so much coming up, we're like, okay, well, we have Friday on the road together. Let's not like make any plans around that. And let's actually make that some connection time. So plan it in, see, maybe take turns back and forth. We did this for a while. We were doing fry dates for a really long time. Ooh, that's fun. It was super fun. We need to get back to it. It's just, we're in sprint mode right now, which is, we're giving ourselves grace around it. So we were doing fry dates where he would pick something he wanted to do. And then I would pick something that I wanted to do. And oftentimes it was something new because I have also heard, and this works really well, that if you, um, there was a book called cheat on your husband with your husband. And it was about going and doing things that were out of the norm. Because what happens is we go to the same restaurants, we do the same date day, we drink the same wine, we do the same thing, whatever. Your romantic life might look the exact same way. And you're kind of like, oh, it's kind of boring. But when you put yourself in new situations that either party has been in, you actually are two new people. So they're experiencing you as a different person for the first time. Even if it's frustration, like even if you're at a dance class, it's still like a new person in a new way doing a new thing. So it keeps it fresh and it keeps that other person interested. It keeps you more interested and you have way more to talk about, to share an experience. Like, how was that for you? What did that feel like? What did that bring up for you? So Friday was about trying to do new things or go to new parts of town. So that's been, that was awesome. That's great advice. Trying something new. Yeah, for sure. They have really inexpensive things on Airbnb, yeah. Airbnb experiences. <gasps> What's you that? can find fun local classes to take Ooh. depending on how big your city is, but yeah. that's a good resource. So what happens if your partner's resistant? Well, Does this happen to you guys? Luckily, he's very adventurous. Yeah. So he's up for new things. Right. But one time I chose that beekeeping thing <laughs> and it was kind please of- Please tell. Please share. Well, you can go on airbnb.com, not sponsored, (laughs) and they have Airbnb experiences. So I picked backyard beekeeping. Yeah. And we learned all about bees. And at first she was like, whoa, beekeeping. I don't want to get stung. Yeah. Me too. I was scared too. But going and it was the coolest experience and you meet other people and you get to try something new and they have all kinds of things. You don't have to put yourself in dangerous situations. Yeah, but that was dangerous. So what you had to wear the the face masks and Which everything, the, the outfits, suits. Yeah, so but, like you would not get stung through that, right? Right. But you're just very calm around the bees. Ah, do they do they know if you're anxious? Um, I've heard they kind of are very like they can pick up. They just don't like when you mess with them. So okay. as long as you're calm around them. And stay in your lane. You stay in your lane. Like no practical jokes or anything. Right. No jokes on the bees. Like no snakes in a can. <laughs> yes. And I'm probably not the one to ask about bees. But go to backyard beekeeping. <laughs> I brought snakes in a can to this experience. Do you think they'll think it's funny? <laughs> yeah, I hope that answered Sarah's question. <laughs> I, think, I think we were thorough with it. 
Yeah. So thank you so much, Sarah. I hope that you experience some bees with your husband or your partner. Yes. Okay. Another? Another. Oh, this is a good question. What's the most pivotal decision you've made in your life that changed everything? And that was from Julie underscore Ann underscore underscore Davy. Julie Ann Davy. Julie Ann Davy. Pivotal decision you've made. That's a hard question. Deciding that I decide if I belong or not. Ooh, explain. So whenever... If you could see what my body's doing right now, trying to answer this, it's very interesting. I have like Jiminy Snicket fingers. Is that a person? Okay. I think so. So it's never like a lack of talent or a lack of skill because our brains are malleable and we can learn anything. So once you know that, you can pretend to not know it, but that's only keeping you in your position of staying in your comfort zone, which is painful with no re- reward. Mm-hmm. We know we talked about the last episode, leaving your comfort zone is right. that's that was the biggest pivotal decision actually was leaving the comfort zone, but deciding that I belonged wherever I wanted to go to. Because I've shown up in many rooms where there's a decision point where it's very easy to be like, I don't fit here because that's how it feels. I don't care what room I've been in, if I'm, if it's, if it's uh, scary and I've never been in it before and it's new people doing amazing things, I can very easily go back to my little eight-year-old girl and be like, I don't fit here. I'm going to be made fun of. I'm going to go be safe and drink Prosecco in my room (laughs) and look on Instagram. Yes. That's very safe. Like I'm going to go look at uh, golden doodles and golden retrievers. Like that is a great acting cute. Yes. Yeah. It's very easy to go back to that comfort zone and then all of a sudden find yourself crying two hours later because yeah. you drank too much Prosecco. <laughs> You're like, I'm in the comfort zone. But that's it. Really deciding. Like the, the moment of deciding and staying in the fire. But how do you, let's say you go to a, a place that's very much out of your comfort zone yeah. and you say, I don't belong here. I don't want to be here. Why did I come to this? Mm-hmm. Is there a physical thing you do? Do you... What do you do in that moment? Yes, I stay in the fire. I say to myself, I get to decide if I belong here. It doesn't mean this has to be for me, but I belong here. Does that make sense? So you don't have to be in a room and and know. I've been in rooms where I'm like, oh my God, I'm not comfortable. This is awful. But it doesn't mean you have to like everyone or like what's going on. But if there's growth for you, I'll tell you that the growth is in just staying. But it's different if it's like, wow, this really isn't for me. This is actually going against my moral code or something like that. Right. Totally different. But we know what we're talking about. We're talking about going to a place where it's an up-leveled experience that you're like, wow, I'm very uncomfortable. This is like really pushing me. I don't feel like I belong. I'm not smart enough. I'm not adding value stay in the room and start saying, I do belong here. I do have value because I have experience in something else. I don't care if the experience is at staying at home. Like that in itself is experience because you can speak into a pain that a lot of people can't speak into anymore. Sure, You have something to offer. You just have to be willing to look at it totally different. And a lot of times listening and being interested is probably going to make you the most interesting person in that room because so many people like to talk about themselves. So honestly, stay in the room, stay in the fire, tell yourself you're valuable and just listen. Like that is so powerful just to leave at the end of the night and be like, I stayed in it. I didn't leave. I didn't go to the corner. I didn't 
I set an intention for when I go to those things. I'm mm-hmm. like, Lori, you have to meet at least three new people and just like go and stand and talk to them and stay in it long enough that you can break the barrier of weirdness. You can do it. That takes a while. That's hard. What does breaking the barrier of weirdness feel like for you? It feels like reminding myself that everyone else puts on their pants the same way. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, true. maybe a little different, but... I mean, some people do the double banger. <laughs> which is very impressive if you do that. I'm more of a one leg at a time. I'm very one leg at a time. But... I kind of fall over and like jump around. Yeah. Like yeah. a music video. That reminds me of a music video for some reason. Yeah, not me. <laughs> So I'd say reminding myself the pants. (laughs) Okay. But how long does it take for Evans to come out? Because here's the deal. You're hilarious and you're fun and you're funny. Those are all the same thing. (laughs) But it can take a while for you. It can take a while for me. Yes. So what do you need for her to come out? I need to remind myself. It's even reminding yourself before you go and looking at yourself in the mirror and say, hey, you're loved. You got this. Yeah. You're great. You're smart. Mm. And just holding, doing that little superwoman pose in the bathroom. I have done that in real life at tons of things. Yeah. I have too. Because what happens is our body wants to close. Like we want to hunch forward and close down. And that actual feeling is telling your body that you need to be safe. Like, I don't know. I I noticed, I noticed so much like the body language thing, which you probably watched. Was it Amy? Amy Cuddy? Amy Cuddy's thing where it's like her hand will, if your hand is by your neck too, I do that all the time. It's like a feeling of safety. Yes. Um, Or crossing your arms over your body or your hands in front of, you know, like your pelvic area, like safety. So many times when I'm in a situation like that, I'm like, face your feet towards them because I'll notice my feet will be facing away. Like I don't want to be here. So it's like actually telling them like not, I'm not comfortable. So if I'm telling them I'm not comfortable, I'm telling me I'm not comfortable. I'm like, stand with your feet facing them, put your shoulders back, like take a few breaths and just start getting used to not feeling good, but staying. That's important. I do it all the time. I don't feel good, but I'm staying here. Unless it's like someone you really don't want to be around. But then that's up to you to make that boundary and be like, bye, I have to pee again. Yeah. And And then just leave. I need another cocktail. (laughs) And they're like, you have two in your hands. I'm like, I have a third hand. (laughs) (laughs) It's from my third hand. I don't know what your third hand is. Oh, okay. All right. So, (laughs) all right. So if you know what a third hand is, let us know. Just kidding. Don't. Please don't. And I think, so we did review of the week. We did review of the week. <laughs> Drop it like it's hot. Remember, the review of the week was from Chrissy Lulu. Oh, Chrissy Lulu. We're sending you a mug mug. Yes. That's right. Okay. Mug mug for Chrissy Lulu. <laughs> All right, you guys. We are so grateful that you're here. And until next time. Earn your happy. Oh my God, we did so good. That was awful. Bye, guys. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought, an honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out 
on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our lives. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori. Hey, I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you want to create on a course or webinar and bam, it just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're going to customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start 
which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part, and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages, and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you got to go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers who use this. And now their smart AI platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business. Go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number for real? My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday, I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back and I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group. Then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community and it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com.